0: Hey guys, welcome to What's the Word? What's going on with you? I want to say what's up because I got a hat and it's Casual Tuesday. I got the retro boomerang shirt on. It's awesome. I haven't worn this in years. That was our very first logo for boomerang. And uh, isn't it snazzy? It's so complicated. Look at that. Look at that. So, anyway, today yeah, I got a reason for being here in a hat. Look at that. Uh, it's all cockeyed, too. That's awesome. I got a reason for being here in a hat. Too long of a story to explain to you. We're going to talk about uh, why the devil wants you agitated and how to avoid frustration and actually grow, keep growing. How do we keep growing despite the devil's mess? And uh, so. Uh, we want to jump right in. If you're on the broadcast, I want you to share it right now. Tell me who's who's there. Let me know if you're in the comments. Even if you're not watching it live, say, hey, I'm watching from wherever. I want to hear about it. I want to say hello to you. Go ahead and like the broadcast, share, subscribe, hit the little bell, and uh, help us out by sharing the broadcast. That's actually sowing into it. Let's get the good news of Jesus Christ out there. I've been trying to take a sip of water for about a minute. Amen. Hold on. Okay, All right. So now the devil wants to keep us agitated. Now why would he want to do that? Why would the devil want to keep doing that? Well, first of all we know that in John 10.10 it actually says the thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I have come that they might have life to the full till it overflows. Life to the full till it overflows. But the devil only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's that's who he is. That's his M.O. That's what he's up to. And so when he comes to do that, he's going to find any way to do that. So one of the things that he likes to do, the devil likes to do, we do have an enemy. You know, the Bible is very clear that we have an enemy. And when we see him as the enemy, we'll start to understand things better Many people still don't believe that the devil is an enemy. Uh, they think that stuff just happens. No, the Bible's very clear. We have an enemy, and that th- he's a thief, and that thief likes to steal, kill, and destroy. And that's the only thing he's after. He, he may come with sweet words. He may come, the Bible says, in an angel of light, but he's coming to steal, kill, and destroy. And he, it's like he's just agitating us all the time. So the word agitation... Is you can see it as an irritation, but really an agitation is a shaking. In other words, it's a constant shaking. It's a constant uh, blend, you know, blending of something. If um, it would be to constantly keep it in motion so that it can't settle. Let, let's look at it like this: like a, a consistent discomfort. And the devil likes doing that. So why? Because the people that are moved by their flesh will never walk in peace. The people that are walking by the Spirit of God will actually walk in peace. The people that are having the fruit or the production of the Spirit of God will have peace, love, joy, right? They'll have the fruit of the Spirit. When we walk that way, we are immune to the devil's irritation. We're immune to that, but the devil knows that most people haven't been walking that way, so he constantly tries to throw stuff at us and he tries to get us agitated, keep us unsettled, keep us in discomfort. That's what he's after. Now, why would he do that? Okay, let's jump in. Let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 18 first thing. I want to show you a principle of the Lord watch this. You remember the verse that says, be still and know that I am God? Be still. Do you know that we have an opportunity to always be still? If God told us be still and know that I am God, then that means we can be still. We can actually carry that. We don't have to accept the agitation Of the devil. We want to keep growing. Many people like they'll grow a little bit and then they plateau for the rest of their life, or they'll grow a little bit, stop, grow a little bit, stop, grow a little bit, stop. We want to keep on growing. You know, we want that growth curve to just keep on going up. And that's what we want to do. But the devil tries to agitate us, all right? So God says, be still and know that I'm God. Think about that. Be still. No matter what you see, no matter what you feel, I have the stillness of the Lord. What are we saying? I have the peace of God no matter what the enemy or the thief throws my way. I have the peace of God. All right, now look at 1 Corinthians 12 and verse 18. And this is a great verse. Uh, today in our in our society we tell Amen. Hannah said, "I want to keep growing." Amen. Glory to God, Hannah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, one of the things that we see in this society, we talked about this a while back, how uh, we think that the kingdom of God is a democracy. It's not. But in this kind of democracy thinking that we have. Uh, we think we get a vote and everything, and many times when they're when people are going to church, they're voting on where they like the best, where they're the most comfortable, all of those. The issue is, and, and watch this, we don't have a vote in that placement. Look at this, 1 Corinthians 12, 18, but now God has placed the members, each one of them, in the body just as he desires. The only thing that we get to do with God is hear from him where he wants us to be in the body of Christ and then be obedient or be disobedient. We've got to hear from him, and then we're either going to be obedient or disobedient. We don't get a vote in that. The only vote we have is, are we going to listen, and are we going to be obedient? All right, now this is important to what I'm talking about because I'm going to show you how the devil likes to disrupt people's lives. And so... We have to see that when we're going to find a church, or when we're trying to locate a church, it doesn't matter where it is. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. It doesn't matter if your kids like it or not. It doesn't matter if they have all the programs you want. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're comfortable. It doesn't matter if the preacher's a good preacher. If he's a good speaker or not, that doesn't matter. What matters is, where did God place you? Why? Because... I want you to see this. We're going to go now to Psalms 92, and I'm going to show you a couple of things here. Psalms 92, and let's look at verse 12 and four, 12 through 14. Psalms 92, verse 12 through 14. The righteous man will flourish like the palm tree. And I love this if we will walk in righteousness and we will walk in the right things of God and this really sets up what we're going to be talking about today. The righteous man flourishes like a palm tree. Now, if you know about a palm tree, it is hard to take out a palm tree. You think about that. There are a lot of times the only kind of tree that survives hurricanes they can fold with the wind and survive that huge storm that other things, houses, trees don't survive, but palm trees will still be standing. They'll. He, God says. You will flourish like the palm tree if we will walk righteously, continued he will grow like a cedar in Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord, they flourish in the courts of our God, and they will still yield fruit in old age. they shall be full of sap and very green they'll still yield fruit in in old age. The righteous and the planted will yield fruit in old age. Glory to God, this is who God wants us to be. But I want you to see this condition. It says in verse 13, Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the, in the courts of our God. Now, I want you to see. God, now think about the body of Christ. The body is here. There may be different uh, bodies, church bodies, throughout the universal body of Christ. But God says, I need you and your family here. And he says, I want you to go. I have placed you here. I've made a place for you. I've made room for you. Your giftings and your callings will come out right there. That's where I placed you. Hear my voice, God says, and place yourself there. Be obedient to be there. Don't, don't go AWOL. Don't be anywhere else. Place yourself here. Well, in Psalms, he gives us another picture of it. He says, when you're placed in the body, it says, planted in the house of the Lord. You're not just placed, you're planted, okay? That means that, and I want you to see this, that means just like a a plant, you're planted. Did you know that some plants and some trees will only grow in certain environments, God knows what environment you will flourish in. God knows the environment where you need to be. And listen, our flesh might not like it. But God knows. See, it's not up to what we like or what we feel. It's up to the placement of the Lord. But God gives us this indicator right now. He says, when they're planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of God, and they will bear fruit even in old age. They won't grow uh, brittle and dry. They'll have sap. They'll be full of sap. If we will do things right if we'll do things right. So now, here's what I want you to see. Look at that example of the planting of the Lord. Now, I want you to see, you're only going to get the right nutrients for how God created you in the environment and atmosphere that he said you'll fit there best. So, without hearing the placement of the Lord, the nutrients of the soil of the church where God's placed us then we won't have it right. We won't have the right nutrients. We will always suffer if we don't hear from the Lord. We'll always uh, have a lack of the nutrients, a lack of what we need, if we don't hear and we're not obedient from the Lord. All right. Now, I want you to see this as well. We also have to give ourselves to be planted. Over Over in the New Testament, Jesus said this, he said, unless a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it can't bear fruit. So when when God says, when you're going to be in the house of the Lord and you're going to be in the body of Christ, I'll place you and you need to be planted, that means we give our lives to that planting. In other words, I can't produce more fruit and get the nutrients that I need to become a tree with a great fruit and harvest unless I give myself to the vision of that place that's planted. Now, all I'm doing is I'm setting up kind of a foundation for something that I want to get to. Yeah, uh, Kevin Nowicki says this, a maple tree doesn't produce maple sugar in Florida. No, it produces it up in Vermont, but it won't work in Florida. Just like an orange tree in Florida won't produce uh, up in Vermont. Not the same way, They they have a different environment, they have different needs. God knows that better than anybody. And if we will trust him to place us in a body, that's where we'll be fed. That's where the nutrients that God has designed for us will be. And so now what I want you to see is this. Here, here's something that's very interesting because there's a a thinking going around. Hey, Lauren, good to see you. She said, so good. Hey, Amen. It's so good to see you, Lauren. Uh, so now here's something that's very important. I I, I have one of my uh, leaders He says, a church alive is worth the drive. I've heard that many times. And that's the truth. You don't want to be just at a church that's dead. You want ground that has fertile soil. You want somewhere where the life of God is, where the power of God is, where the fruit of God is being produced. Remember in Hebrews uh, chapter 6 and verse 12 it says, follow those or be imitators of those who through faith, and patience inherit the promises. So now I want you to see this. If you have a so-called church that's not producing the biblical fruit of God, right, if they're not walking in a deep intimacy with the Father, a deep fellowship with Him, if they're not walking in winning souls, making disciples, supernatural power, supernatural revelation, and the fruit of the Spirit, THAT'S NOT REALLY A CHURCH, BECAUSE A CHURCH HAS FRUIT. IF IT'S A CHURCH OF GOD, IT HAS FRUIT. AND HE SAYS VERY CLEARLY, DO NOT FOLLOW ANYBODY UNLESS THEY HAVE FRUIT. FOLLOW THE ONES WHO, THROUGH FAITH AND PATIENCE, INHERIT THE PROMISES. SO IF YOU DON'T HAVE A LEADER WHO'S CONSTANTLY INHERITING THE PROMISES OF GOD, THAT'S NOT SOMEBODY YOU WANT TO FOLLOW. Obviously, by God's standards, that's not a place where God would tell you to be placed because he's not going to put you in a body with no fruit. So our placement is very important. But also, in that, here's something to see, is that in the planting of the Lord, is my hat turning sideways again? How do I fix it? Nope, not that way. That way. If it gets sideways, tell me. And uh, Because I hit it and knock it all crazy. Anyway, so here's something that I want you to see is that when we, there's a thinking going around right now that I can have church all by myself or I can have church, you know, with a couple of people. Now, it's true that Jesus said, if there's two of you that gather together, there I am in your midst. In other words, and it's also true that he'll never leave us. He said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That is very true. But one of the things that I want you to see is we think we have thought and been taught by some that we don't need to gather together that is that is a lie that is not true and not bible at all we actually he says we need to assemble and we need to assemble all the more as it gets closer to the return of christ Uh, We need to gather and assemble, come out from our homes. So you have people that will sit, and uh, they'll go out into the woods, they'll do different things, and they'll say, oh, I'm having church out here. No, you're not having church. You might be having some intimate time with the Lord, and that's good, you should have that anyway, but that's not church. And he said, the church is the thing that the gates of hell won't prevail against. So, And he tells us, to encourage one another, we're under an obligation to encourage one another. So how can we encourage one another if I'm sitting out in the woods all the time, or I'm sitting out on the boat all the time? I'm not encouraging anybody to go after. Let's look at that command real quick. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. And I just want to read this to you just so we have it for reference. Hebrews chapter 10. And um, let's go to verse 23 through 25. Hebrews 10 23 through 25. Let us hold fast or grab a hold of the confession of our hope without wavering. In other words, let's not waver in it. Let us, let us hold fast to it. For he is faithful who promised. He is faithful who promised. And watch this, verse 24. Let us consider how to stimulate one another to love and good deeds, right? So now one of our commands from the Holy Ghost is to let, we need to constantly be considering how to stimulate the other believers in Christ into the things of love and good deeds. Then verse 25 not forsaking our own assembling together, as is the habit of the sun, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day draw near. So our command here is to think about and consider how to stimulate my brothers and sisters in Christ to love and good deeds. Th- second command: don't forsake assembling together. Third command, but actually encourage other people to come together all the more as it gets closer to the end of time. There's three commands in that that I cannot overlook. And if I overlook those, I'm being disobedient to my Lord. I'm not following His direction. And so for me to call Him Lord, but not listen to that he's not my lord. I'm at least in this instance, I'm not following him. He's not the lord of those actions. That's very important for us to understand. All right. Now, going back to the planting. So there's a thinking right now that I can have uh the I can have everything I need out in um I can have everything I need out on the lake, out in the woods. I can sit at my home and do all that. No, that's not encouraging the other believers. It's not following the command. It's not coming out from our homes, which is the very definition of church. It's not that. And I want you to see this. But under that thinking, let's go back now to the plant. A plant, watch this, in natural terms, needs sunlight. Without sunlight, without sunlight, it will die. But a plant with sunlight, but without a root system, will also die. A plant needs feed and nutrition both from the sun and from the ground. And the Lord shows us, hey, your fellowship with me is... is that sunlight. It's that sunlight uh, that gives us the light that we need for our lives, the nutrition from God that we need. But we also need the fellowship with other believers. That's the planting of the Lord in the house of God. If all I am is planted in the ground, but I never have sunlight, then that plant will never flourish like it should. If all I have is sunlight, but I don't have the planting in the ground, then I won't have what I need. Okay so now that we see that we understand that god's design is just like a plant that needs we need personal and corporate fellowship with him we need him to shine on us we need his glory without it we're in trouble at the same time i need the roots to be in the ground i need to grow roots i need for them to be deep I don't need for them to be shallow. In the parable of the sower, we actually see that uh, people with shallow roots will receive the word, but they constantly are losing their harvest because they don't have they don't have deep roots. I need those roots to entangle with the other plants around it to become a web that holds us a, a secure when the storms come. I need a family of other plants around me that will encourage me. I need, I need to be in my right place. And so now here's what I want get, to get at. Now, let's talk about the, the devil's agitation. What if you took a natural plant and every day you went to that plant and you took the stalk of the plant and you just shook it and moved it every day? Do you know what's going to happen to that plant? It's going to die. Why? Because you never allowed the roots to properly interact with that soil. You never, in other words, if I agitated that plant, which would agitate those roots and never let those roots get rooted and grounded in the love of God and in that soil it will die because it won't be able to have an exchange of the water and the nutrients it needs from that soil and watch this it's a necessity to not have those roots agitated, matter of fact, if you know anything about plants, when you're moving a plant from one pot to the next, it's one of the most dangerous times for that plant, and you have a lot of times you'll have a root ball and if if you don't have it right then what will happen is that plant will die because those roots are agitated and they won't properly grow back into that soil. And so that's a moment that's very tender and you have to be very gentle with it. Now what's the devil wanting to do with our lives? He's wanting to constantly agitate us, constantly shake us up, constantly keep us out of peace so that we will never fully get grounded, our roots will be shallow, and what does that mean? We never produce fruit. We're easy to push over, we're easy to be blown around by every wind of doctrine, and we're easy uh, to produce no no fruit, no harvest. That's what the devil's after. If he he can't stop you from going to heaven, if he can't stop you from being in, in the family of God, he wants to stop you from producing fruit. That's the next thing. Let me do everything I can to disrupt their life, agitate their life, and stop them uh, from producing fruit. Now, I'm going to tell you right now how to keep growing and not be agitated. Now, one of the things that you see in Matthew, I believe it's Matthew 11. uh, Let's just go there. Matthew chapter 11, I think it's around verse 28. I want you to see this. Because this is a promise from Jesus. And remember, Jesus can't lie. He couldn't lie. Or else all of that, all everything he did was in trouble. But no, we know not only uh, could he not lie and keep the sacrifice and be our substitute, he didn't do it. And so this is a place where he told the truth again. There it is, Jesus telling the truth again. All right, Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. All of you who are weary, warned, all of you who are actually been agitated, come to me, come to me, Jesus says, and see, we got to go to him. We can't go to the problem. We can't keep thinking on the wind and the waves. We've got to set our eyes on Jesus and come to Jesus. And We've got to have a come to Jesus meeting. we gotta, We got to do it his way. And that it goes on to talk to us like that. And he says, if you'll come to me, you'll do it my way. He says this. He says, I will give you rest. What is that? That's the stillness of God. That's the peace of God. That's the anti-weariness, right? Come to him. He says, verse 29, take my yoke upon you And learn from me. In other words, there's work to do, there's things to be done. He said, but attach yourself to the things I'm doing right? Take my yoke on you. That means that yoke will go up and around your neck, and now we're attached at the neck. Everywhere he goes, I go. Everything he does, he leans down, I lean down. He leans up, I lean up. He looks to the to the right, I look to the right. I'm, a, I'm going to mirror my Lord. I'm going to mirror Jesus. He says, when you take my yoke on you, he says, and you learn from me, learn my ways, learn how I do it, I am gentle and humble in heart. He's not going to be like, you know, uh, mad at us trying to break our neck because we're frustrating and irritating him. No, he's gentle and humble, and you will find rest for your souls. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He says, look, if you'll come to me and do it my way, it'll be easy and light. You won't be agitated. You'll be still. So the key to continually growing and not let the agitation of the devil get you is we got to do it his way. If we will do it his way, now we're operating in kingdom principles. And if we operate in kingdom principles we will not be shaken. We will not be agitated. And our roots are going to grow down. They're going to grow deep. We're going to have the nutrition of the Lord. We're going to have uh, the water that we need. And will if we do it his way, we'll be in perfect position to receive the Son. Glory to God. Now, with that in mind, let's go back to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. And let's go to verse... 25 it says see to it that you do not refuse him who is speaking for if those did not escape when they refused him who warned them on earth much less will we escape who turn away from him who warned from heaven now this in context is talking about something else but there's a principle here that we can pay attention to it says listen Jesus is talking to us He's given us instructions. This is his yoke right here. This Bible teaches us his way. It teaches us his thing. If you want to stop the devil's agitation and you want to keep on growing, first off, plant yourself in the place where God has placed you. Get in position to receive from the Lord in that planting. Give yourself to the vision of the house of the farmer that's over that field of the pastor over that church and then just do things my way. If you'll just do things my way, oh, it'll be easy. It'll be light. You'll find rest for your soul and you will be still and know God and if you know God in him we live and move and have our being you won't be be shaken you won't be agitated your roots will grow deep and you will grow strong and you will produce great fruit for God God's looking for people who will do exploits for him who he can show himself strong on their behalf he's looking for you he's looking for us he's looking for us we just gotta do it his way we just have to do it his way that's all and, and his way is so easy, it's easy, it's light. We got to tell our flesh no. Our flesh isn't going to like it, but we got to tell that flesh. I'm sorry, flesh. It's easier this way, but I know you won't go that way. And it's fun for a season. But now nah, we're going this way, and uh, it'll be easier on us all. And I'll help other people as well. Watch this. He says, "So see to it that you don't refuse." Jesus, there's a principle here. Jesus is telling us some things. Let's make sure we just follow what he says. Quit making excuses for it. Let's just get humble. Just say, Lord, whatever you tell me to do, I'll do. Amen. Verse 26 And his voice shook the earth then, but now he is promised, saying, Yet once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heaven. This is God talking. He's going to shake some things up. What's he gonna do? He's gonna shake everything that can be shaken, but there's some things that can't be shaken, and if we'll walk right, that'll be you and I. He says this in verse 27 this expression, yet once more, denotes the removing of those things which can be shaken. See, if we're in a position to be shaken, We're going to be removed from our place all the time. It's going to be up and down, left and right. We're never going to grow. But we don't want to be those things that can be shaken. We want to be in God, in his ways. We want to do what the one who's speaking to us has told us to do. And he says, so those things, he said, he he will remove those things which can be shaken as of created things or as of worldly things or as of, physical, fleshly things, right, so that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. In other words, there's some things that are always going to be shaken when God shakes them, and there's other things that will remain solid They can't be shaken. We want to find out what those things are. What things can't be agitated? He says, verse 28, Therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken. Let us show gratitude by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and awe, for our God is a consuming fire. So what he's telling us here is very similar to Romans 12, 1 and 2. Let us give ourselves as a full sacrifice to God, yoke ourselves to Jesus, and do things the kingdom way. Put that in the comments. I'm going to do things the kingdom way, and I won't be shaken. I'm going to do things the kingdom way, and I won't be agitated. My roots can grow deep. My roots can receive the nutrients that they need, and I won't be agitated. Glory to God. He says this. Th- verse 28 again, therefore, since we receive a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us show thanks right now, show gratitude. He said, by which we may offer to God an acceptable service with reverence and all. In other words, when we put on kingdom things, we reverence God. We see that he's awesome. You're mighty God, and let me worship you by putting on the things that you told me to put on. Let me worship you by giving my life as a living sacrifice. I'm going to stop doing things the fleshly way. I'm going to reverence you by doing it your way. I'm going to reverence you by doing the kingdom things, by putting on the yoke of Jesus, by yoking myself to Jesus, and where he goes, I'll go. What he says, I'll say. What he thinks, I'll think. What he wants me to do, I'll do. Exactly what he wants me to do. This whole book is showing us that way of doing things, that kingdom system. And he says this when you start to do things in the kingdom system, not from the world system, not from fleshly thinking, you can't be shaken. You can't be shaken. You can't be shaken. You can't be shaken. shaken." All of a sudden, the devil come along. He'll try to shake you. He'll try to irritate you. Try to agitate you. He'll try to shake your, your the roots up so you won't grow. So spiritually, you'll start to die. And and all of a sudden, he'll grab a hold of you and say, uh, 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 and, and he can't shake you because you're doing it the kingdom way. He'll come along, watch this, he'll come along and somebody will come and they'll just cuss you out, left and right, up and down. I mean, just ugly. You ain't never heard such words. All of a sudden, I'm feeling southern today, it's because of the hat. And uh, so, all of a sudden, you, you just want your old man, your old man is going to be like, how dare you talk to me, you blankety blank, 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 blank. That's what the old man might have done. But you're not operating by that old man anymore no you put that that man to death i'm now operating by the kingdom way and you just show him the love of god hey hey, man i love you and uh i you know or you just walk away you don't have to do it you just smile at them and walk away and uh all of a sudden they don't know what to do with that you just planted love inside of them And you walk away, and the devil's like, I tried to shake him. I tried to press his buttons. He wouldn't be shaken." No kidding. We did it the kingdom way. We did it the way Jesus would do. We turned the other cheek. All of a sudden, now we're doing it that way. Uh, Here's another thing. (laughs) Hannah said, she put in the comments, you (laughs) blankety-blank-blank. I I know y'all don't even know what that is because you're so holy, but I had to to repent at one time. And um, so... Here's the other thing. All of a sudden, you go to the tax preparer. He says, well, you know, you know, if you uh, mark this down, then you'll get back. You won't have to pay that. You you won't have to pay that if you'll just you know, tell this little white lie, and uh, you won't have to pay that. And the old man would have been like, oh yeah, that's all I got to do is mark that little box right there. Okay, I'll, I'll do that. I'll get back a return instead of having to pay. Yeah, but see, here's the thing. You're You're dealing in the kingdom of darkness when you do that. It might be what most people consider small and little, and everybody does it, but that's using the world system as your source. That's not using the kingdom of God as your source and kingdom ways. No, see, I've learned this. I trust the kingdom of God way more than that. This may cost me several hundred dollars here, but living in the kingdom will support me and give me the food and the nutrients I need way above that little bit, that few thousand dollars, that few ten thousand dollars. God's unlimited. Do I want to cut off my supply to God over a few dollars? No, 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 no. See, and where the devil tried to come in there and he was trying to agitate the roots, break up your supply, break up your source. No, you're not moved by that because you're yoked to Jesus. You're doing things kingdom way, and now you can't be shaken. You're, and not only, see, when, when that agitation comes to your roots, now you actually stop receiving for a while, then the roots have to re-engage, and then you have to start flowing again. But here's the thing, when you're not shaking because you're doing it Jesus' way, there's no stop. There's no stop, get going again, and then pick it back up to speed. No, you just stay at speed. You stay with some spiritual momentum. You just stay rising up. You just grow, 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 grow. That's God's plan for us, but we got to give ourselves To his kingdom ways. We can't operate by the kingdom of the world, by the kingdom of darkness. We gotta operate by the kingdom of God. That's our source, that's our supply, that's our nutrients. And when we do that, you will not be shaken. Is there anybody out there who receives an unshakable kingdom and way of doing things today? If that's you, put a hand up in the comments. If you receive, I will not be shaken. Today, from this day forward, I won't be shaken. If that's you, put a hands up. And so, Father, right now, we just praise you, and I worship you. Lord, right now, I want you to bless every person that's hearing this. Lord, show them the things so that they won't be shaken. Show them your kingdom ways. Show them your kingdom things. Lord, show them what they need to know to be in the place where they need to be. Lord, let them be planted. Let them be placed by you. Let them flourish in the courts of heaven. Lord, let them have all the nutrients and the environment that they need to flourish. Father, we make a commitment today. Just commit right now with me. We make a commitment right now today. Lord, we're going to do things your way. Jesus, we're coming to you. We're going to take your yoke that's easy and light, and we're going to receive rest. And we're going to be still and not agitated. And Lord, all oh, we'll will receive all the nutrients we need. And your glory fl- from above. And Father, we will be great producers of the fruitfulness of the kingdom of God, of a great harvest. That's our call, that's our destiny. And in the name of Jesus, we're going to walk in it today. In Jesus' name, the first place to start in your planting is to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Just pray it with me right now. Jesus, you are my Lord. Whatever you tell me to do, I'm going to do. You're the Lord of my life. You're the director. I believe you died for me. I believe that God brought you back to life. And when he brought you back to life... He didn't leave me in that place of death, but he rose me back to life with you. I believe that I receive that salvation and righteousness today. And just pray this with me. Jesus, I ask you, baptize me in the Holy Spirit and fire to walk out every command that you've given me. Lord, give me the strength to put on your kingdom and your kingdom ways so, I can't be shaken by the power of the Holy Ghost and to be your witness. And Lord, I thank you and I praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Amen. Do you receive it? You receive it? Glory to God. It's going to be great. I'm looking forward to the testimony. That I'm so excited for it. And we just praise God for you. And uh, today we like to encourage you, if you'd like to sow, nobody has to, but if you would like to sow today and to advance the kingdom and the good news of God through what God's told us to do here at What's Right and the Lunch Plus broadcast, you can go to giveww.org. Uh, you can give cash app at cashtag give WW on Facebook. You can type in the comments, hashtag donate, followed by the amount uh, you can text to give on Venmo. Now, this is a little bit different because we can only do it one way. Uh, cash tag, or not cash tag. on Venmo. It's give BC for boomerang church, give BC for boomerang church and uh, then you can also give by paypal all those instructions are on the screen so anybody who's giving today or in the future uh, you're welcome to, if you go to giveww.org, you can also give one time. That's actually the best place to go and give is there. You can give one time, or you can give a recurring gift that happens all the time. Say, I want to give on a regular basis. I love what you're doing. I'm supporting. I want that good news to get out, out there. If that's you, you can set it up in a recurring way. Everybody who's given today, I just want to pray over it. It's amazing what we're seeing right now. I just heard this week of about $30,000 more of debt that was supernaturally erased. Uh, there's even more funds have come in uh, at this point about twenty five thousand dollars more, not including that about twenty five thousand more that was extra and bonuses and and more salaries that have been raised because God said that boomerang and at what 's right, those that are attached. To, to those ministries, those that are attached, it is their year of increase. And we're watching it right in front of our face. And if you'd like to sow into that, you can. Lord, I need increase. And you want to sow seed to produce a harvest of it? You're welcome to. You can go to giveww.org. But I mean, the testimonies are outstanding. It's They're just pouring in, pouring in, pouring in. It's so great. But uh, right now, I want to pray for anybody who's given. Amen. Barrett said, this is my year of increase. So right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, let your increase fall into the hands of every sowing person, Lord. Lord, with the heart that they sow, you say in 2 Corinthians 9 that you're supposed to give with a heart of cheerfulness and an abounding heart. Lord, let that abounding, cheerful giving, let it be multiplied by their heart. On the level that they abound in cheerfulness, Lord, right now in Jesus' name, let their seed be multiplied supernaturally by that heart and your heart to give to them and to give them a harvest. Lord, let it be supernaturally quick as well. Don't let it take time. We don't want stuff that's way off, way down the year. No, Lord, bring that harvest quick in Jesus' name. Let their account, their spiritual heavenly account, let it grow. Let it be multiplied. Father, we thank you and we praise you and we receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. We just praise God for you. Amen. Holly Serena. This is my year of increase. People are grabbing a hold of it. They're making it theirs, and it's so awesome. So we love you so much. Did you receive something today about how to not be agitated and keep on growing? But the devil's going to try and press those buttons. But you got to say, "Listen, I'm I'm immune to that because I'm walking in kingdom ways, and I won't be shaken again." Glory to God. If you haven't been keeping up, we've been in a series called Stinking Thinking. Maybe we'll put up a. You know, one of, one of these places we will put up a link for you in a card where you can see some of that or go to the playlist, and uh, that's been great. Have y'all received some out of the stinking thinking? Yeah, Amen. Glory to God, and uh, I hope you have too. Uh, Barrett is coming up right now, and uh, but. Check out those videos, Uh, like, subscribe, share, hit the little bell, and uh, we love you. I'll talk to you next time. We'll see you tomorrow. It's going to be a great day, and I pray that you have a great, great night. I love you. Bye-bye.
1: Happy Tuesday. Thanks for being on with us. Take this broadcast. Here's what we want you to do right now. Take the broadcast. Copy the link. If you're on YouTube text it to somebody you know who would be blessed by this broadcast. This is a key to ensuring that you walk in the blessing of God and in the fullness of his plan for you. And God desires for all of his children to walk in the fullness of his plan. Sharing the broadcast, it's an easy way to partner with what God is doing here at What's Right and receive different levels of the grace that's on the ministry. So go ahead, share it if you're on YouTube that way. If you're on Facebook, all you have to do is click the share button. Super easy. So make sure that you take the time. I'm sorry, Siri's talking to me. It heard super easy, and it's like, yes, I will do that. So make sure that you go ahead and take care of that. Tomorrow, we're going to be back at 11.30 a.m. Same time, same place, here on YouTube, here on Facebook, Twitch. We're on Twitch, too. We're on all the places. We'll be back at 11.30 tomorrow morning. We love you. Have a great rest of your night, and we'll see you tomorrow. (laughs)
2: No, 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 Burns, never left never 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 and there, there, and there,